1: 6 30 chad inside sports with reed wilkins weekdays at 6 on 6 30 chad here comes
0: mcdavid oh. and nurse
1: has it left side in front of the net all home for breaking news on your favorite teams this is inside sports with Reed wilkins brought to you by james h brown and associates alberta injury lawyers the heavy hitters of injury law all right we got the oilers and the kings coming up tonight good showdown here in the pacific division we're going to transition into the face-off show at 7 o'clock, Oilers Hockey presented by Furnace Family. The game will start at 8.30. You know the situation. Oilers one point up on the Kings with the game in hand. We're in the Pacific Division, and those playoff odds looking really, really good for the Oilers right now. That was a key loss last night. Vegas falling 5-1 to Vancouver. So according to sportsclubstats.com, The Oilers at a 94.5% probability of making the playoffs. Of course, we will set that game up for you in a few minutes. We're going to talk to Nick Nixon as well. He's the play-by-play voice of the Los Angeles Kings. Here's what's going on in the NHL so far tonight. Early in the first period, Nashville leads Ottawa 1-zip. The Canadians up 3-1 on the Devils. Suzuki has his 19th. Caulfield has his 17th. Rangers leading the Penguins, 1-0. Also in the second period, Blue Jackets with a one-zip lead on the Philadelphia Flyers. Late in the first period, Buffalo with a 2-0 lead on Carolina. Tage Thompson now up to 32 goals on the season for the Sabres. Later, Kraken at Chicago. Maple Leafs at Dallas. Canucks and Coyotes. And the Flames will play the Sharks. Uh, Calgary getting a victory Last night over the Anaheim Ducks. Okay, so here we go Oilers and Kings ready to play. Fourth meeting of the season. The uh, Kings won in Edmonton. Edmonton won in LA. Back on March 30th, the Oilers got a shootout win over the Kings. So this will cap off the regular season series. And I stress that because it appears uh, very likely right now that these two clubs are going to meet in the postseason. Here's uh, defenseman Darnell Nurse with his expectations of the Kings.
2: Yeah, they're a well-structured team, uh, work hard, play a heavy game. Some uh, real good veterans have played a lot of games this time of the year. Um, and, you know, young, young players have bonded to their roles. And so they're a good team, to hard, hard to play against. And each matchup we've had seemed like uh, it was tight right to the end. So it'll be a, just another one of those uh, hard-fought ones that uh, we're looking forward to. All right,
1: the Oilers doing well. They have uh, won five in a row for the third time under Jay Woodcroft. His record since taking over behind the bench is 18-7-2. Nurse commented on the Oilers' play of late.
2: Yeah, I think obviously we've uh, played pretty well to our structure. It hasn't been perfect. There's been, uh, you know, some things that we want to clean up. But at the same same time, you know, we found ways to win different types of games. You know, we want a game... Uh, you know holding leads we we came back and and got a late goal last game and, and found a way to win that one so we've we found ways to to win different games in different fashions and that's a good sign this time of the year um and on top of that you know we've uh, no matter what we kind of stuck to to what uh, woody and the staff has been been preaching and uh for us it's got to continue here down the final stretch all
1: right well and again the focus for the orders uh finishing as high as well first of all just getting in but like I said very probable they are going to do that they're now if you look at them just needing to hang on to one of the top three spots in the Pacific Division they are five points ahead of Vegas with a game in hand if they were happen to get knocked down into a wild card spot okay might be a little tenser because they'd have to be competing there with Nashville and Dallas though the Oilers have the advantage on those teams both in points and points percentage at this point still have games coming up against those two teams so the Oilers in a pretty good situation they've been spending really the last couple of months uh, jockeying for position and trying to chip away at uh, the king's cushion in the standings and now finally pass them and zach cassian says you got to
3: embrace a tense playoff race i think it's fun i think it's we uh, the large uh, number of core guys have been here um in the beginning um five six seven years ago when uh, you weren't looking at the standings too much. You're out of it um, just after Christmas, so it's 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 nice to to be in the hunt, to be in the playoff hunt, and to get the opportunity to to play in the playoffs. Obviously, that's the the best part of playing uh, playing hockey is getting a chance uh, in the playoffs to show what you can do as a team and ultimately win the Stanley Cup.
1: All right, and it I would say it looks good for Leon Dreisaitl playing tonight uh, after what Jay Woodcroft said after the morning skate. Now, I know he kind of also indicated that on Tuesday as well, but I would say it looks pretty good for Drysettle to play. Mike Smith will once again be the goaltender. This is going to be his fourth consecutive start. Remember, he got the overtime victory against St. Louis on Friday. Probably wasn't going to play Sunday against Anaheim, but Miko Koskin was ill, so he got the win there was back in against the Sharks and might have been the Oilers' best player front to back in that game. Some big saves, including two or three late in the third period. And then, as you all know, the epic assist in overtime to set up McDavid for the game winner. So Smith, the goaltender, will likely in. We'll talk more about the lineup when uh, Stoff checks in on the Faceoff show. Cassian also commented on what the Oilers have been doing right lately.
3: I think it's just different people stepping up at different times. I think uh, our special teams scored timely goals, timely penalty kills, five on five different players have stepped up. You look at the game last night, it was a hell of a play by Smitty. You don't see that too often, if ever, um, anymore. And uh, we're just playing as a team. We're playing as a confident group. After we kind of got our our butts kicked and and humbled in Calgary, I think we rebounded nicely and uh, continued to go our game.
1: All right, so that is the uh, comments today from Nurse and Cassian. You'll hear more from them and also from head coach Jay Woodcroft when we roll into the face off show after the seven o'clock news. Masters today, Sun JM is your leader a five under sixty seven. You got Cameron Smith, one shot back, a four under sixty eight. Top Canadian is Corey Connors. He's tied for seventh, three shots off the lead. and one of the golfers, four shots off the lead. Tiger Woods, he shot a one under 71, his first competitive round since that bad car wreck 14 months ago that caused some serious injuries to his right leg. Woods saying he had to carefully manage his rehab so he could play at Augusta. The whole idea
0: was to keep pushing, but keep recovering. And you know that's the hard part is you know, each and every night to recover. Um, and I've been doing that. Uh, my, my team has been incredible mm-hmm. uh, getting me ready. And I figured once adrenaline kicks in and we get fired up and I get into my, my little world, um, I should build a handle business.
1: All right. Well, good for Tiger, and uh, it'd be great to see him stick around for the weekend. I think it's going to be tough for him to win the thing, but uh, he's done a lot of things that we thought were impossible over the course of his career. We'll have more Masters chat with Richard Zockel.
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Coming up after the 6.30 news. We'll call a quick timeout here, and then we'll welcome King's play-by-play voice, Nick Nixon, back to Inside Sports. <laughs> Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Edmonton Oilers prospect Carter Savoy has scored the overtime winner for Denver to give them a 3-2 win over Michigan in the NCAA Frozen Four, 3-2 the final. Savoy, of course, an Edmonton-area kid, drafted 100th overall in the fourth round by the Oilers in 2020. Pretty big season for Denver, 44 points in 37 games, and gets a huge goal today to propel them into the national championship. So a quick update there denver over michigan 3-2 carter savoy Oilers draft pick uh getting the game winner there oilers and kings coming up at 8 30 tonight and i'm pleased to welcome back to the show the play-by-play voice for the la kings it is nick nixon on the line nick thanks for fitting me in here before a game how are you doing man
0: yeah no problem uh glad to be with you again reed uh yeah looking forward to this one here tonight uh, should have great atmosphere with so much on the line and both of these teams uh, trying to stay ahead of uh, the vegas golden knights
1: well which uh, i was mentioning earlier the the playoff odds for both teams went up last night just by vegas losing and, and the the winner today will have an even better chance of uh, getting into the playoffs i mean they're both up you know well over 80 percent here as we look down the stretch big storyline for the kings injuries 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 are they getting a little healthier here for this one
0: They are. Uh, I think tonight they'll probably get back defenseman Matt Roy, who gives you big minutes. Uh, Besides uh, Drew Doughty, he would be number two on the right side for the Kings. So I'm looking for Roy to come back. He had missed about four weeks. And Brendan Lemieux, uh, a forward, will get back in the lineup here tonight. And he's been out for about four weeks. And and he brings an element that... uh, I don't want to say has been lacking, but probably is needed at this time of the year, and that's some physicality. So um, those two players will be welcomed back. Uh, The Kings still have about five or six that are still sidelined, which include uh, all-star defenseman Drew Doughty, of course.
1: And is Doughty going to be back for the postseason? What's the latest on him? Don't know. Uh,
0: Upper body injury about three, three and a half weeks ago. I uh, haven't had any update from the King's Hockey Ops uh, Department. I don't know if he's trying to uh, let the injury, whatever the injury is, heal without surgery. Uh, I guess there's a possibility that if it doesn't heal, he may need some surgery. Uh, I, I just don't know. I, I, I'm not i am kind of baffled uh, by the, the, the status of, of, of Drew Doughty, but it doesn't look like he's going to be in the lineup anytime soon. That I would probably hang my head on.
1: Okay, well, that's interesting. That's obviously a big loss for the Kings. But as I said, they they keep not just surviving, but excelling even without Doughty and some of these injured guys. Todd McClellan's getting a lot of credit. Certainly, he's being talked about more and more as a Coach of the Year candidate. Does it start with the work here that the coaches have done to get them through all the injuries? Or who are some of the other uh, guys, perhaps, who have uh, helped keep it on the tracks here?
0: Well, yeah, I think you have to give the the, the coaching staff uh, a huge amount of credit, Todd McClellan, and especially assistant coach uh, and a coach who works with a defenseman, Trent Yawney. Um, the Kings, uh, with at one point, uh, Reed, I think it was two and a half weeks ago, the, the Kings played a game with all six of their defensemen from opening night out of the lineup. Uh, they've recalled players like Sean Dersey, um, Jordan Spence, Jacob Moverara, and it's been fairly remarkable. These players have come in, and it's almost like they haven't missed a beat. The young players on defense are playing with confidence and They're gaining the trust of the coaching staff. I mean, many nights, uh, Dersey has been the Kings ice time leader on defense. And Jordan Spence, a couple of games uh, that that he's been up for a couple of weeks now, a couple of the nights he's played, he's been right up there in minutes. So we all know when you look at the minutes played, the more you play, the more you're playing better, right? So, um, you know, uh, give kudos to the organization for kind of molding the young players into playing the same way. The Kings basically have the same systems down in Ontario in the AHL that they do here in the NHL, give the Kings organization a lot of credit for kind of molding these players. So when they do come up, whether based on merit or because of injuries, uh, they can fit right in. And, And I would say right now, it has been remarkable. Um, I mentioned the six defensemen from opening night being out a few weeks ago. At one point, uh, we had 10 players out injured, and uh, the Kings were so competitive. They were winning their share of games, and they've stayed around the 600 points percentage for most of the season.
1: Nick, when, when obviously we're speculating about it more and more, when uh, you know Rob Brown and I talk about it on air, and, and I get calls from fans. and and a lot of the talk about playing the kings is well can the oilers uh overcome some guys who have playoff experience and overcome that the the kings are such a good committed and checking team i want to get the dialogue from the other side what are uh kings media and fans worried about if it's a potential matchup with the oilers
0: well, I mean, the first two names that the average Kings fan would, it would 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 scratch their head and say, "Okay, how do we stop McDavid and Dreisaitl? Um and, and I think that's certainly uh, the, the the forerunner of any strategy when you play the Oilers, whether it's regular season or playoffs. But to be honest with you, Reed, I think based on what we've seen this year and the expectations of this team when the team when the when the season started. They have, by far and away, exceeded the expectations of this team, even if they were a completely healthy team this year. So, number one, I think the fans are are thrilled that the Kings are battling with 10 games left in the regular season to get home ice in the first round. That, that would have been unheard of uh, back in, in September and October. And really, it doesn't matter who they play, but I, I think with the way the Kings are structured, if they go in the playoffs healthy, with with Kopitar and Dano out there to try and shut down the opponents big lines I think the Kings feel that they have a good opportunity to be success successful and maybe win around in the playoffs
1: and I'm going to ask you a question that for most of the last 14 years would have been an absolutely silly question to ask but I think there's some relevance to asking it this spring who is Los Angeles's number one goaltender (laughs)
0: <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, now that the playoffs are getting closer, uh, that's going to be a, a big question, and that'll be answered, quite you know, that'll be queried towards uh, Todd McClellan, uh, who starts if the Kings get in in game one of the playoffs. You've got Jonathan Quick. You've got Cal Peterson, who's the heir apparent. Basically, the two of them have split the goaltending this year. Uh, that, that they both have done their share. I think, well, Peterson has 20 wins. Quick is posing in on 20 wins. You've got Quick, of course, with the playoff experience, playoff MVP, two Stanley Cups, still, I think, at the top of his game. And you've got Peterson, who, you know, at this stage of his development, what he needs next is playoff experience. He has yet to get that in his uh, three-plus seasons in the NHL. So that that's that's. The number one question, well, if the Kings should clinch a playoff spot, I'm sure the media will be asking, okay, who starts game number one?
1: Yeah, well, I think we're asking that here as well. (laughs) we have been asking that most of the season for the (laughs) win. All right, well, you want my opinion? My
0: opinion, Reed, would be I would start Jonathan Quick.
1: The resume gives him the start for sure. Yeah, which makes sense. And most coaches would usually lean that way, I would think.
0: I think so. I think so, too, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, hey, thanks for checking in. I'll let you get ready for the broadcast, Nick. It's always a pleasure to to have you on the show, and uh, maybe we're going to be seeing each other quite a bit more (laughs) in about three weeks
0: it's been a while since we've been uh, in edmonton in april and may uh, (laughs) and what 30 years since we've played each other in the playoffs i think which is remarkable in itself but always uh, great to talk to you and yeah let's hope uh, both teams get in
1: there we go that is nick nixon always a pleasure to catch up with nick got to see him in uh, in edmonton a couple of times obviously one of the kings were here and he's ready to go on the call for the Kings tonight. It's going to be Cam Moon on the play-by-play tonight for your Edmonton Oilers. He'll join me on the face-off show a little bit later on. We will talk about the Masters, a guy who's played Augusta National, Richard Zokel next on Inside Sports. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.